our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's BetQL Daily with Joe Ostrowski on the BetQL Audio Network. Joe Ostrowski and Chris Ranji on BetQL Daily, the day before the Preakness. Download the BetQL app today. Use our promo code DAILY for 20% off any subscription. BetQL's algorithms analyze over 350,000 unique bets every year in real time to help give you an edge over the sports books. Promo code DAILY, 20% off any subscription. Uh, let's check in with Simon Bray. We, talked with, we uh, spoke with Simon a couple of weeks ago before the Derby, and he joins us now. He's a former Thoroughbred trainer, TVG analyst for a long, long time. He's on Twitter, at SimonTVG. Uh, Simon, have you guys had anything to discuss uh, on TVG over the last week? Oh, I mean, it's unbelievable, right? I mean, you couldn't have scripted this. The, the most um, recognizable face in horse racing wins the Derby for a record time, seventh time, and then, you know, about a week later gets a positive test, which um, no one could have foreseen that coming. Um, obviously, you know, everyone, you know, it, it, it's the Derby. Everyone tries to take care of their business and do the right thing, but here's the situation we are, and I guess – um, you know, he passed the test. You know, he's running this out tomorrow afternoon, Medina Spirit. Uh, Bob Baffert's elected not to show up here. He, you know, he went out on a media rampage trying to get ahead of the story last week. And he's uh, he sequestered himself back in California and not going to be talking to anyone until later on tomorrow. So, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's been it's been a crazy week, to say the least. Well, Simon, he's been canceled, don't you know? Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, yeah, right. It's a it's a great excuse for anybody that gets caught doing something and having to pay the price for it. Um, so obviously, if you're in the horse racing community, you want attention. You you want people to pay attention to your sport. But you know, it, like in within the sport, this has to be the kind of attention you don't want. So are are people who are you know who have horses who are into horse racing. This is their livelihoods. Do they hate stuff like this? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is just a black eye on the sport. I mean, already a very big ownership group, Spendthrift Farm, one of the biggest owners in the country, has removed some horses. They've put their, said they've put their relationship with Bob Baffert on pause until this all plays out. So the unfortunate thing is, um, you know, look, I'm, I'm a former trainer. I've been there in the trenches. I know what it takes. I, I, look, this, this was not an intentional drugging by any means. And I, I don't know that's a fact, but I'm, I'm just going out on a limb and saying that no one, including Bob Baffert is going to do something nefarious on person on purpose with all the scrutiny he's been through, you know, going into the Kentucky Derby. You know, I told someone the other day, that's, you know, it's like taking, you know, three, three shots of vodka before you, you take a DUI test. I mean, you just, unless you're absolutely flat out stupid, you just wouldn't do that. So it, there's obviously some contamination. The problem Bob has is that he has a history of this with, with, you know, legal medications that have been 
you know, tested positive above the allowable limit. So the problem with that is, you, you know, it's, it's what's preceded him. If this was his first offense, I think a lot of people would say, yes, you know, an unfortunate contamination. He didn't have a performance enhancing effect and it's just a bad situation. But the problem he's had is the history of it going in. You know, it's, it's the bank robber that's been convicted three times. He's caught in video, you know, outside a bank when, when they, somebody robbed it, it wasn't him. But automatically you, you assume he's at fault because of, because of his prior record. So that, that's where we stand right now. Simon, I mean, you're in it. Like this is your livelihood. This is your passion, horse racing. And the perception has been out there for a number of years that horse racing is a dying industry. But then if you look at last year's ratings and you back that up with what we saw two weeks ago, the interest in the Derby was absolutely remarkable. And we've seen stuff like this happen in the past. So I'm asking you to predict the future a little bit. What do you think it does for the interest of horse racing? Because it's it's clearly still there from even the fringe fans. If they're just coming around a few times a year, they were there to watch the Derby. So what does it mean for the Preakness and moving forward? Well, I think for the big events, you know, they're always held in high regard. And the casual fan and, you know, network television and all that, the, the, the big events have never had an issue. It's, it's the rest. It's the other 50 47 weeks of the year has been the problem. And you're exactly right in your assessment. You know, last year during the pandemic, I would never have thought it, you know, I, I was sent to my house lockdown in January and I, I'd never <laughs> worked so hard because racing had thrived, especially, you know, we're on a horse racing network and we do it day in, day out. And there was not a day that we were shut down and it su- survived in the pandemic. It was one of the few sports that went on uh, uninterrupted throughout the calendar year and we garnered a lot a lot of customers especially in our business that were you know placing wages or looking at other sports that weren't there they gravitated to horse racing and some of them stuck some of them stuck and i I think going forward you know there needs to be the sport needs to be cleaned up like you said because the average person they don't understand they see drug positive on an espn ticker on a fox news ticker and they automatically think it's some trainer in a stall with a needle injecting a horse day before a race to hop him up. And it's just not the case. You know, it, it, it's, it's an overage of therapeutic legal med- medication. Now, is that, does that make it right or wrong? No, but I think from our own self, as a horse racing industry, we need to clean up that, that perception dynamic, whether it's allowing zero levels of, of tolerance of medicated rules, uh, medications, um, allowable medications, or, 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 you know, I don't know what the answer is, but Unfortunately, by the time the message gets out of our sport to the public, it's just complete disaster. But I think, you know, we'll weather this. We'll get through it. I think there'll be some changes. It all depends what happens with the split sample and going forward. But there are going to be some short-term pain, I think, before, you know, you know the long-term gain. And, and just this morning, just I jumped on with you, I just read a report that three major horse players are filing a class-action lawsuit against Bob Baffert and the owner of Medina Spirit for their upwards of twenty to $50,000 in losses had Mandaloon won. So, I mean, that, that that's where we're at right now. And he, he's taken a lot of hits, Bob Baffert, on behalf of Thoroughbred Racing. And a, a lot of it, unfortunately, he's brought upon himself, you know, mistake inadvertently or not. You, know, you have to imagine there are going to be some consequences for him. Um, and I, I think the sport needs for that to happen. And and as we get ready, Simon, for there are a bunch of races today. Obviously, the the Preakness is tomorrow. Is there anything in particular that you're you're watching out for? And I guess we'll we'll start with today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. 
Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit HelloAlma.com Therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's HelloAlma.com Therapy60. Well, I mean, we got we got the Black Eyed Susans today, and that that's you know where the girls get to take a chance. That's kind of like uh, the feature race of the day, race thirteen. And I guess the story there is Bob Baffin. You know, he's got a horse in that race. He's he's got the ten beautiful Gibbs, who's the nine to five morning line favorite. Who I think, with or without this, um, story, I don't think she. You know, she wasn't going to be in any of my business as far as picks and and wins. I, I like a price in there. I like the seven Miss Leslie who's 15 to one on the morning line. I think that price is going to scream upset. She's a Philly that's won over this track. She's got some recency with a recent start here at Pimlico and a win from off the pace. So I think Baffert, you know, unfortunately he's going to be the favorite in there, but I, I don't think he's, he's going to be uh, a factor. And, you know, just the way the general public looks at things, they'll get him started talking. You know, when a nine to five favorite of Baffert gets beat the day before Medina's for, Oh, see, you know, he's not allowed to use <laughs> stuff at testing. And, and that's the story that's going to come up. But, I think the biggest thing is how people are going to play the prick this morning. I see Medina Spirit, Spirit winning right back. I haven't let what's happened the last week judge my change my handicapping judgment because this is a story, believe me, this should not have been leaked to the press for about another two weeks. Usually they get a sample, they send it off, and then once the split sample comes back positive, then they'll release the result. So normally nine times out of ten, if this was the Kentucky Derby was a race on Saturday of any other day of the year, you would not have heard about this positive result. It got leaked. Baffert tried to get ahead of the story. So, you know, with that in mind, I try to look at it from that point of view. Would I still be looking at Medina Spirit as a heavy favorite, a chance to win tomorrow? Absolutely, without all that information. You know, six of Bob Baffert's Kentucky Derby winners have come right back and won the Preakness. And historically, it's a good race for, you know, Kentucky Derby winning horses. They run well. So I'm not letting that, you know, affect my judgment tomorrow. All right, Simon. Simon Bray, uh, TVG analyst on Twitter, at SimonTVG. You like Medina Spirit. What about the other horses to win the board to hit the board? Okay, I'm going to go with some prices in there. As bad, I mean, I was just uh, last time I came on your show before the, the the Derby, I was giving out prices and picks. And to be honest with you, I mean, I was just horrible. I mean, I probably <laughs> lit dollar bills on fire. It couldn't have got any worse. A lot of it was it was traffic trouble. But I think Midnight Bourbon for Steve Asmussen was six in the Derby. That's a horse who had a troubled trip last time out. He'll be a lot closer today. Baffert's biggest challenge with Medina Spirit is Baffert himself with Concert Tour. That's a horse who's going to be pressing the pace from the outside and could be a big threat. My price play in the Preakness, so like Medina Spirit, Midnight Bourbon, my price play is um, 
going to be uh, for, for trainer Chad Brown. I think he's got a good shot with crowded trades. That horse has only had three starts, but this, this is remarkable. Chad Brown won the Preakness a couple of years ago with a horse called Cloud Computing. That horse had three races coming in the Preakness. They were a maiden special weight win, first time out, second in a race called the Gotham, and third in a race called the Wood Memorial. He's got crowded trade in tomorrow. Won a maiden special weight race, second in the Gotham, third in the Wood Memorial. Identical past performances coming in. He's my price to use underneath Medina Spirit at 10 to 1. So if Medina Spirit does win tomorrow, um, what, what do you think the odds are of a triple crown? I think they're very good if, if he wins tomorrow. I think they're very good because, you know, the, the Belmont, you know, everyone thinks mile and a half, you need a big, deep closing horse. It, 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 it goes against the grain. You know, you need a horse with tactical speed that can lay close to it. So I think there's a good chance of it. I mean, if he wins tomorrow and then it's two for two, I mean, the sport's going to get a whole lot more publicity. And by the Belmont stakes, I'm sure the split sample will come back. So we'll have a lot more. I mean, it could it could throw the whole thing into into absolute media chaos, to be honest with you. <laughs> Best thing for the industry. As crazy as it seems, Simon, <laughs> it's for Medina Spirit to win this tomorrow. Yeah. Yep, I think so. I think it's, yeah. uh, yep. And I, th- I think back, but, you know, he, he's staying back in California, but uh, I mean, he probably, if you'd ask him, if you'd answer, I think he thinks he has a, you know, real good chance of uh, winning the second jewel of the Triple Crown. Very good. Simon Bray at Simon TVG on Twitter. Simon, uh, thank you so much for your time, and we'll check in a few weeks from now for the Belmont Stakes, all right? All right, fellas. We'll talk to you at the Belmont. Thanks. There's Simon Bray. Good stuff from him. It really would be the best thing. I think oh my God. I, I know there are a lot of people hurting and they're really mad and yeah. they've missed out on some big paydays. A lot of people I can't wait to see what happens with those lawsuits, but, uh, but that would be the best thing for the industry. And I know some are turned off by what happened and you should be if you're that yes. fringe fan, but I'm expecting those ratings to be bonkers for at least uh, those minutes during the race. Well, in the short term, for the ratings alone, anytime there's a triple crown threat, people are going to clearly watch Belmont just because yeah. of it, because they want to see that that history happen. But if what Simon is talking about, if they get those split samples back between, like, let's say he wins this race tomorrow. You split the samples. It, <laughs> you split the samples. <laughs> You went back, Provasic. Uh, but imagine that happening between <laughs> between tomorrow and the Belmont, and then something comes back and it's really bad. Oh man, like that's so, the, the the amount of it. Like I think the attention is good, but I do think you get to a point where the bad attention is not good. You but know, he's because right. you. Don't, it's not like they were sticking a needle in the horse the day before. No. And when you see that as the headline, that's what most people imagine. Correct. But but the I think the problem is if you're a casual person and, you know, maybe you like to throw a few bucks down on something, like are you less likely to do it now that you don't think, I mean, you don't know who's who's juicing their horses and who's not? Like, casual, like as an yes. Ad- Me, no. Yeah, you know. But like a casual person, and I think that's probably what they're – they're partially worried about because that's a lot of money there. Okay. If Medina spirit does not win tomorrow, what happens is in the grand scheme of things with everything on the sports landscape, we forget about it completely forgotten. It's gone. About. Yeah. Nobody's talking about the Belmont stakes outside of sports betters. Right. Right. Yeah. So I, I saw so I'm rooting for it. I too. hope Medina spirit wins. I really do. 
All right. Coming up next, we'll give you our lightning bets going into the weekend. Oh, Jake Hassan's got some UFC plays as well. He's been on fire with that. We'll bring in Vic Chalksy from BetQL as well. This is BetQL Daily. Joe Strowski, Chris Ranji on the BetQL Audio Network.